You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, changing rock history one podcast at a time. Moms, dads, boys, girls, children of all ages, all genders, all races, all creeds, all planets, all civilizations, all... What, am I forgetting anything? I have no idea. No, I think you Welcome good. to the Ludini <laughs> Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. <laughs> It is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. You want to go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com and uh, check out all the cool stuff there, including getting involved in our private Facebook group. Yeah. It's very private. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, we can't say what goes on there because that's how private it is, right, Lily? Yes. It's all the, the most, good things that you're missing. All, you're missing all the good shit by... By not being in the you have private no idea. group, yeah. <laughs> yes, you want to be part of the private group. But uh, yeah, check that. You guys want to come and check that out. You can go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, and uh, there's all kind of cool stuff. You get access to like all the podcasts going all the way back and interviews. There's some famous people on there that I interviewed. Um, boy, this doesn't look right. Okay. Um, yeah, having internet issues tonight, so we are streaming live again. We're back to streaming live, but. I don't for know for how long. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. We'll see how it goes. We'll just see how it goes. But anyways, uh, it is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Check out the website. You'll get, like I said, and our YouTube ar- archive is there as well. It's all kind of cool stuff. LuLombardiMusic.com also will get you some free downloads and get you into our inner circle group. So check it out. RockRageRadio.com. Why do you want to go there, Lily? Because you can hear music 24-7 for free. And uh, also interviews and other fun stuff. Live footage. Fun stuff. Yes. Live footage. Yes. They were at the Blue Ridge Rock Festival, so you can check out all those videos and interviews. They were super fun. That's Super cool. jealous. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so yeah, rockridgeradio.com. Download the free app and listen to great music programming 24-7, including Hot Licks with Lily Six, the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, and a bunch of other really cool uh, folks putting together some great programming for you. So check that out. Also, Wolf's Customs. Check them out. Get custom artwork done. I've been telling you guys about this. Get some cards. Custom artwork done on one of your musical instruments. It's really cool. Chris Thunderwolf, Dodson and Company will hook you up. Wolfscustoms.online or find them on Instagram and Facebook everywhere. Okay, so we are back. We got the band back together and we are live once again mm-hmm. on all the places, YouTube and Facebook. Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully there will be a, con- a hookup so we can do live TikTok. That would be interesting. That would be fun. Lordy Jesus. Yeah, that that isn't. They don't really have Lordy that together Jesus. yet. But I, I think that that's gonna be. We're getting a lot of folks coming to us from TikTok. Yeah. So welcome. Well, welcome if you're a TikToker. We're talking on that TikToking. <laughs> TikToker. I'm just gonna leap right into 2022 with that one. Yeah, I why guess. not? Because I am not yeah. a TikToker. That's okay. So. <laughs> it's, um, I gave everything else up. I gave up Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and pretty mm-hmm. much Facebook. So the only thing I do is, is the, uh, 
You still got your OnlyFans page, right? Yeah. Right? Okay, good. The really the only thing I'm doing is, is messing around on TikTok be, just because of the funny videos. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear the jokes. It make me giggle. Stuff like that. I'm not really interested in, uh, you know, anything else on there. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> Eggs. Ackley. Eggs. Ackley Bones. That is Bones Magoo. He is in the house as well. And I think that Honky the Clown is around here No, somewhere. he can stay oh, where he's, he's at. He's hiding somewhere. Honky. Great. We love Honky. Honky the Clown. I love when he hides. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> hide and Honky. You want to play Hide and Honky? Though? That's that sounds dirty. Hide and Honky. <laughs> hide and Honky. Where is he hiding? Well. No, don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> hide your, hide my honky. Ah, no. Hide my honky. <laughs> Not into clown porn. Come on. Oh, hide my honky. <laughs> oh, heavens to best. All right, guys. So, what uh, we had an interesting weekend. L- Lily, did you see any shows or do anything this weekend? I did not do any shows again this what weekend. What the hell's wrong Just with listen, you? Listen, there wasn't anything that so I had money sex. for that. That could be oh, part of it. However. Gosh. I will be picking up like next week with a whole bunch of shows, so you'll right. see me everywhere then. We can start a GoFundMe for Starting you. Starting Sunday. That's what I thought. I'm going to go see Quiet Ride on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That sounds like fun. And uh, Dying Breed opens, so it'll be a good show. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's that time <laughs> of the year. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Kevin and I went to see Sawyer, the Rush tribute band, mm-hmm. but they weren't there. Hmm. They weren't there. <laughs> we uh, we knew we were in trouble when we show up to the uh, venue and we look up on stage and there's a four-piece drum kit. And Lou and I are like, well, this guy's either a hell of a drummer <laughs> <clears throat> or this isn't the right band. Folks, can you guess which it was? <sighs> were they hiding with Honky? They were hiding with Honky. It was, um, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ah. <laughs> It was like this. <laughs> you bought tickets to Led Zeppelin. Right. But when you got there, it was Lawrence Welk. Ooh. Yes. That's essentially yes. what it was. I don't want to put other musicians down, and I'm not exactly sure what the circumstances. These guys seem to me, the guys that ended up playing, seem to me like a pickup band. Like maybe one of the guys got a call and says, this place, you know, the mm-hmm. band canceled. We could, you know, go out and play a gig, maybe make a couple of bucks. Trust me, and it is literally a couple of bucks. Yeah. So like, I don't <laughs> want to be too hard on these guys. Wow. So they put something together real quick yep. to, to do this and played very, um, like, sta- what would we call standards? Like, what was the first song, Kevin? It was Sleepwalk. I was waiting for Wagon Wheel. <laughs> they That's- didn't. That's how standard it was. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if, like, because we didn't stay super low. We stayed for a little bit. Some dead flowers by the Rolling Stones. Like dead, like they could have done. Yeah, that was the type of stuff. I bet you it was coming. I bet you it was coming. Yeah, so that's what it was. We should have got up and done Working Man. That would have been fun. That would have been cool. (laughs) No. No, I would have had to play Working Man on a Gretsch. Yeah, that's your little Fender. Well, you had some acoustics there. You could have. I had no. I was going to make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Shakes the clown. That's enough of the clowns. (laughs) Shakes, shakes. Take away the clowns. Exactly. Send in the clowns. No, come on, guys. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, guys. 
so that was our weekend, and yeah. uh, so it just sucked. I wasn't feeling well anyway, so quite frankly, I was like happy to come home. A little relieved, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, like if the Rush band would have been, there, I think that like my energy would have come up, and I would have. Well, that's what available. you would have expected, and uh-huh. then you would have, and something you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So that <laughs> kind of sucked. Yeah. Not in a good way. Just say I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Sounds like my weekend. Sorry. What? What? What part? The sucked part. Oh. <laughs> but in the good way. Oh. Oh, sucked see? in the good way. It was the inverse to our yes. universe. Yeah. You okay. got the good suck. Yes. All right. The topic tonight is this band, band called the Darkness. Everybody says, you know, when is rock and roll going to come make a comeback? Well, it kind of did in the early part of the 20th century with bands like Jet, mm-hmm. the White Stripes, the sure. Black Keys, yeah. and this band, The Darkness. Wolf Mother was another band mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. that was out at that time. The Darkness. Now, I had only ever heard one song by them, and that was, do you believe in the thing called Love? Right. Good song. And I thought it was a great song, but that was the only song I ever heard, and I didn't really know anything about them. I didn't know if they were a British band or an American band. I mm-hmm. didn't know. Any other, I just heard that song. That was it. I did that, and that was it. The radio doesn't play any of their other music that I'm aware of, and that's at the time where I was getting most of my music. Remember, this is before like legal streaming, mm-hmm. Kazaa right. and stuff right. like yeah. that was out there. <laughs> But bands were still trying to sell CDs and do things like that. There was no organized thing like Spotify or anything like that. None of the easy ways to get music. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I just had heard, I heard, had heard the one song and that was it. I didn't know anything about them until um, a few weeks ago. I started following Justin Hawkins on YouTube. And I've mentioned this before. I was really impressed with his YouTube channel. It was funny as fuck. Very, what's the word I want? Astute Mm -hmm. observations on music. Mm -hmm. Just very, doesn't necessarily toe the party line on everything. There's there's a lot of stuff that I think other people really knock that he goes, no, 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 there's some cool stuff to this. He was doing um, a Limp Biscuit. He was he, he was playing the video and going through. Now, he was mocking some of it. Right. But he was also talking about some of the stuff that was really cool about it, too. So he was like, not, I don't know. So many people like want to hate on that band just purely without ever... <laughs> considering it a little bit deeper, and I'm not a big fan of them either. But in any case, well, this is not about Limp Biscuit. This is by Justin Hawkins. So I was like, you know, Justin, you have a great voice, and I only know that one song by your band. Maybe I should listen to that album. Mm-hmm. So I just picked that album because it had a song on it that I knew. That's how I started. And I was, <laughs> I was fucking blown away. I did not expect this. A lot of times when we do these album things, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to listen to the album. I got to listen to the album. I got to find a way to fit it in. This album i just been listening to for the, for the past couple of weeks. Just, mm-hmm. just really, really, really good record. If you like rock, 
right? It's mm-hmm. got like it's yes. just a rock. They're a rock band. Mm-hmm. There's no anything else about the, them. That they're just a rock band. Yes. It's Justin says that their influence, main influences, are Queen mm-hmm. and ACDC. Mm-hmm. That yes. makes sense. Those are his two. Those mm-hmm. are his two go-to's. But when I listen to them, I also hear the Cult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. I hear. I hear a few other things kind of getting kind of put in there. They're they are a total guitar band. Justin is and his brother are both play both play guitar. So it's that kind of setup. You see two guitars, bass, and drums. So it's kind of like ACDC mm-hmm. in that way. That is basically what happened with me. And I was, you know, I've been listening to them, you know, for a few weeks now. And that I'm a newbie. Tried to, you know, one thing I could not find, I was, I went on YouTube and I was looking for some kind of like, you know, a lot, a lot of YouTube channels do like mini documentaries, like a yeah. 10 minute, yep. like, you know, history of the band or something. And I couldn't find anything on them. And I didn't see any interviews either. Interesting. So I wanted some more background information. Lily's got, she's brought the, uh, her uh, attache, her, uh, <laughs> her, her, her my notes are plenty. Yes. What, what's that? Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, a dossier, dossier. She brought her dossier on the darkness, so we're going to hear more more about that. But one of the things that I do did remember about this band, because I didn't know much about them, I remember asking a friend, "Have you ever heard of this band, The Darkness?" And he said, "Yeah, aren't they like Steel Panther?" What? Oh. No. A lot of people oh. think that these guys are a like a parody band. They, because they only know the one song. True. Right. Justin has a very distinctive right? kind of voice. Yes. Like, yes. like, is he kidding? Like, it's got that kind of voice. Like, mm-hmm. is he kidding? And they're pretty eccentric on stage. I get it. <laughs> so yeah. I think that they're not just like Steel Panther. Mm-mm. They are a real band. This is another <laughs> thing that <laughs> there people will comment on Justin's YouTube channel. Like, who the hell are you? You don't even have a real band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's really funny that you said you didn't recognize him because I I, I actually like the band. Um, I remember when the album Hotcakes came out and Everybody Have a Good Time was on the radio. <clears throat> so there is other music out oh, there. there is, oh, I know, I know. And I didn't mean to say like this is the only yeah, record yeah, yeah, they ever yeah. did. You just, just didn't recognize him right away. Exactly. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, what? That's what I said. I went, what? It didn't, I didn't know who it, what a Justin Hawkins was. Well, he, because he, I'm used to him with the real long, crazy hair. It wasn't and even, even that. It, and it's still long, but it's not as crazy. And he's not up there bearing his chest, jumping off light fixture, you know, because uh, apparently they're crazy in, in concert. Crazy. I'm, crazy. Louie, what are they? Crazy. Cray, cray. Exactly. So the kids say. So the kids today. Call them Wait, cray, do kids cray. even say that anymore? Probably not. Probably I think not. I'm still old. But yeah, they. It's they're really good. It's yeah, just, you know, really good music. I was, coming, yeah. but I didn't know the names. I couldn't have told you one name. If somebody put a gun to my head and said you have to name one member of the band The Darkness, I'd have been like, yeah. you have to kill me. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't I know, know one person. Like I said, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that they were British. I didn't know what they were. They could have been Canadian. <laughs> they could have been. Mexican, they could have been from South aye, Africa. Aye, aye, aye. They could have been from South Dakota. They could have been yeah, from, I knew that. I knew they weren't black. <laughs> no, because I saw the the uh, yes. uh, the video to. 
I believe in a thing. I believe in a thing called. That's a really long. <laughs> it's a really long song title. So I'm always thinking like, am I saying that right? Because it seems <laughs> wrong because it's such a long song title. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's a uh, long song? Is it a yeah. long song? Long, a long song? song? Yeah. Is it long in the schlong? Oh. Does it make you long in the schlong? That's uh, the question. I oh yeah. And I, and I forgot to record it, but I have to record my disclaimer and I'll just do oh, it right now. Yeah, do it now. If you are easily offended, if you're the trigger warning, if you cannot hear words like shit, piss, <laughs> cunt, fuck, <laughs> cock, sucker, <laughs> motherfucker, or tits, if you can't deal with dick, yeah. fart, yeah. and poop jokes, yeah. what else? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what, like else? What, else? Damn what else? What else? What else? What else do we do? If you can't tell, deal with jokes uh, that, that might that might poke fun at boobies. the opposite sex, uh-huh. or that might poke fun at you know uh, you know people of you know you know different, different cultures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. we it, make fun of everyone. We make fun out of everybody. Yeah. We're an equal opportunity of uh, equal opportunity offender, <laughs> especially ourselves. That's right. So, so if any of that kind of thing. Isn't your thing? Please leave now. Mm-hmm. Not you know, and that's cool. You know, I respect what you want, what you got going on. But last week, I did end up oh, editing for. Boy. I've never yeah. edited the podcast for content ever, ever, ever. But I did take out one word from last week's podcast, Ooh. just because I was thinking back. I was thinking on it, and I'm like, you know, I'm not a mean person, and I don't want to hurt people. That is not. We're just having a good time. But I thought there might be some people who might. Might make them, you know, might give them a frowny face, you know, so (laughs) we might get that from somebody if they if they heard. And I was it was just my exuberance and being silly and rhyming words together. Yes, (laughs) as you do. Yeah. Yeah. You're a poet. Yeah. (laughs) We're just having fun. But that's what's going on. All right. So. Nope, it's, so now, now, now we can get on with what we're talking about. So as usual, yeah. we're going to go ahead and start with Lily has the dossier on the darkness. Ooh, and so go ahead, Lil. Um, I'm going to start it off with, I think a lot of people actually don't know the darkness. And when you say, have you seen the darkness until you say the song title that everybody knows. So mm-hmm. that, that was me for a long time as well. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But they're a British rock band from Lowestoft, uh, England. It's Justin Hawkins, Dan Hawkins, Frank Poulain, and Rufus Tiger Taylor. Are Justin Hawkins and Dan Hawkins related? They're brothers. Oh, imagine. Well, that would explain it. There you go. <laughs> um, the Darkness came to prominence with the release of the debut album, which we're talking about tonight, Permission to Land. Um, after extensive touring in support of their debut album, Poulain left the band in 2005, was replaced by Richie Edwards. Uh, the band's second studio album, One Way Ticket to Hell. Um, and back. And back was released. That's funny because One Way Ticket... Is just two. Right. It's just, they're being mm-hmm. released in uh, 2005. Oxymoron? Is that the word we Yeah, want? that's that's. You're an word. oxymoron. Aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> the following year, Justin Hawkins departed from the band after successfully completing a course of rehabilitation from but alcohol. He says cocaine that he left the band because of a kind of creative differences yeah. or something like that. <laughs> he wanted to do but, drugs. But the, all the, the time. drugs thing makes much more <laughs> yeah. sense. And, like, well, it's in the right. songs as well, so that sort of yeah. is the whole thing. Um, this with combined uh, this combined with poor sales of the album resulted in Atlantic dropping the band in October 2006. After the split, the remaining members found Stone Gods uh, formed Stone Gods and continued to perform and record without Hawkins, who subsequently fronted his own project, Hot Leg. Hot Leg, hey, baby, um, make me get up and bang. <laughs> they announced some reunion shows in 2011. Oh boy. 
and then their third album, Hotcakes, was released in 2012. Um, so they, they, they've been doing these reunion tours and everything, and then COVID happened. Of course, that puts a stop to everything. Surprise. Um, and the band uh, wound up the year with a one-off stre- streamed live show titled Streaming of a White Christmas. Which was also recorded as a new live album. I like that screaming of White Christmas. Yeah. Um, on, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my gosh. June 2021, the band announced their seventh studio album, Motorheart, would be released on October 15th with an extensive UK tour through November and December 2021. And I was supposed to go see them during the pan- like before the pandemic happened and uh-huh. sold my ticket. Well, because- let's come. They'll, hopefully they'll tour. They'll be touring. I yes. get the impression that he's back and ready to rock from, yeah. from his YouTube channel. Um <laughs> I never, yeah, that phone, I don't know. I have the thing turned all the way off. It's just crazy. I'm like really done with this. But they they do have seven studio albums, so you can check out all of them. Well, what I think is cool is that like, not they didn't just get back together and go like, okay, we'll just kind of do do these gig, these shows that like these ancient classic rockers do. You know, (laughs) they just go out and they're just riding on the hits they had from 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. They actually created writing and putting out new music. Which is great. Yeah. Which is what we like to hear. Maybe not everybody. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> a classic rock magazine said that that song, Do You Believe in a Thing Called Love? Yes. Was the greatest song of the 21st century so far. <laughs> yeah. That was like in 2005 or whatever. Wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it was pretty early in the century, but it was <laughs> at one point the greatest song of the century. <laughs> a couple years in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how good it was. Awesome. I thought that that was funny. <laughs> but that's my condensed version. That's your condensed version. The band. <laughs> so, where do we want to go? Kevin, do you want to, Mr. Pittsburgh, do you want to chime in on anything about this band? Or? So, so my, uh, my first, I remember my son going, have you heard, this is back in the day, have you heard of the darkness? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, so go look him up on YouTube. It's like Spinal Tap. And I watched the video for it, and it is. It's like Spinal Tap. And that's where I think a lot of people got that whole impression that they were kind of like, um, you know, just a satire. A parody, yeah, a parody band. satire of it. And, um, yeah. But then I heard people talking about it. Three guitar solos in that song. Three. Lou. Not one. Not two. Thrice. Any song with three guitar solos. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's where I first got it. And and then when uh, we got the assignment to listen to the album. Assignment. <laughs> when I went home, I do my homework in that. Um, I was like, from the opening note of the album, I'm like, I'm going to like this. And it, I just played it all the way through. I had it on my, great. Had my, on my Bluetooth <laughs> speaker. I was rocking the apartment, man. It was great. It was a lot of, just like that. It was, it was a lot of fun. I... When I saw the video, I remember I didn't think that they were a parody at all. What I thought they were was I just thought they were, oh these guys are cool. They're like playing rock and roll, but they're not taking themselves too serious. Mm-hmm, and they're having mm-hmm. fun with the you know I'm a you know I'm a fancy lad or I'm oh I'm too sexy for my shirt kind of thing. <laughs> they were just up there very eccentric, yeah, right. being being kind of you know going all out with it, having fun with the audience, but. I could thought that the song was a really. I got. I think all you have to do is listen to the song mm-hmm. and realize this is a seriously written song. Right. This is right. not a joke song. This isn't mm-hmm. Big Bottom. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is sex farm. This is it's the concept of sex, I but taking it to a farm. It's, farm. it's really revolutionary. <laughs> Community property for going steel panthers at the end of it. <laughs> what was that? Community property for going on steel panthers at the end of it. <laughs> Which is a horrible... It's not a horrible song. I love it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a girl who's community property. No, it's about a penis. Oh. It's community property. Oh. That's, well, that's all right. That's a possibility. <laughs> see, it's well, okay I, when when the man is the subject it. of the. Oh, like, you know, this is see, fine yeah, line, isn't it? Between clever and stupid. Stupid. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about some of these songs that are Yay. on this album because there are some killer uh-huh. songs on it. Yeah. And oh, by the way, we should mention that in Germany, yeah. Japan. Oh yes. There are some alternate mm-hmm. songs and things oh. like that, and we'll, which I don't know, so we will talk about the standard. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about the main ten, and we'll mention those later. Okay. But it starts off with the song "Black Shuck," mm-hmm. uh-huh. which immediately caught me like, um, like Toys in the Attic era Aerosmith, yeah. right? It has yeah, that sure. kind of like mm-hmm. swagger. It's fucking vicious. Yes, like it is not. This is not your father's rock and roll. No, this is no. like the, you, these guys have their feet firmly planted in the 21st century, but they are playing rock and roll. I, I don't know how to, how else to how else to explain it <laughs> in their own way. And um, it's a really kick-ass song. It black sh- has something to do with a dog. Yeah, oh. uh, an old English uh, legend of a ghostly black dog, which is said to roam. Uh, the Norfolk, Essex, and Suffolk coastline, referring specifically to one legendary incident which happened in 1577 at a church. Um, uh, Black Shuck is said to have burst in through the church doors. He ran up uh, past a large congregation, killing a man and a boy, causing the church tower to collapse through the roof. The dog left. He left scorch marks on the door, uh, which can be seen at the church to this day. Now, some of this is just did all somebody legend. Did somebody say... Did somebody say... I am the key master. <laughs> Gatekeeper, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zool. Zool. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, 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 of course, it's just legend. There are these things there, but it's all, they think it's all just coincidence. That, well, know, yes, obviously. of course, it's legends. But what this reminds me of, there's another band that like to write songs about shit back in castles yeah. and stuff like that. And what was the name of that band? Who was that? Was that, uh, was that band? What was the name of that band? kind of songs Lily? about the, you know, the Lord of the Rings. And I don't really know why you're Remember? asking me. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> them. Yes, yes. Nobody so, gave I mean, them what, I mean, this is very, very Zeppelin-esque in that, in yeah. that sense, too. What, what's your thoughts on it? Mr. Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, the, 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 like I said, the very fucking first note, and I'm like, oh yeah, these guys get it. Oh yeah, these guys get it. It's like a bunch of guys. Got, it's almost like I, I don't want to say they're immature as musicians, but it's like a bunch of guys got all this cool equipment, finally got together in their garage, and they just turned everything up to ten and go boom. Up and to that's, eleven. These go to eleven. These guys had a big following too. Even before they got signed, there was a buzz. I I believe in a thing called Love is was part of like an EP or something that mm-hmm. was released. I think before it was out. It was like floating around out there. Like I think even before they got signed, but they had a really big buzz in England. Had a big buzz as just just on their live show. People mm-hmm. loved them live. They're just just really ate it up. 
and that doesn't hurt. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, there were there weren't that many record labels even interested in the in the beginning. I think there was there was two, but it, they of course they went we we know they they went with Atlantix and and again it was like people weren't sure people that didn't hadn't been following them in mm-hmm. England and mm-hmm. you know going to see them in the clubs and stuff like that weren't really sure about them when they heard the music they were like, are these guys like you know what are they doing because they were morons and couldn't recognize good shit so yeah Black <laughs> Shuck that's just a really good in your oh, face yeah. rock and roll in yeah. the in the in the tradition of Aerosmith or Led Zeppelin it definitely is that kind of thing. Get the next song is great. Get your hands off my woman, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think that's the full title. That is the words, though. That is the words. Yes, yes. I know that's the words. Yes. We got to see. You got anything on this? Um, mini? I do. Um, this is actually the debut single. Uh, it went to win a Metal Hammer Go- Golden God Award for best single. It has become the band's lowest charting single worldwide, though. However, oh. winning an award. Um, credited to all four members of the group. Um, it reflected personal experience of the lead vocalist, Justin Hawkins. Um, people love to sing along to this one at the shows and um, because of the obscenities. Well, that's obviously. the great yeah. song about, that's the great thing about this song. It's yeah. got that, it's a definitely the kind of song yeah. you would chant along to. Or sing along. Absolutely. <laughs> people love to sing all the obscenities in it, of course. And the song was covered by Ben Folds once, apparently, that I didn't listen to today and I wow. meant to. Wow. I did that, I did not know. <laughs> yes. 43 on the UK, setting the stage for the Triumph two th- 2003, uh, when they re-released, I believe, in a thing called Love. So this was uh, kind of part of the part of the beginning mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. For them, great, great chord riff. This riff, to me, is reminiscent. Of the song Sister Havana. It's got the same kind of. Da-da, da-da, okay. Da-da, mm-hmm. Sister Havana. That yeah. kind of thing. It has that. So I was like, oh, wow, this is really neat. It's heavy rock in the tradition of like ACDC or whatever, but it has a kind of more modern post grunge kind of like influence, is what is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I thought that that made the song. Really neat, and of course, it is insanely catchy. Everybody loves to sing along. Very clever of them. <laughs> like everything. So the first song is about a demon dog, mm-hmm. and the next song is about you know, keep, you know, this guy's like, <laughs> get, get the fuck off my, my girlfriend. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> so we are off to a good rock and roll start. Yes, with it with this album. In my humble opinion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you got, Ms. Lily? Growing on me. Is next. Oh, what's my. growing on you? Who knows? Oh my! <laughs> well, it was released as the second single. <laughs> um, <sighs> despite rumors surrounding the song's meaning, lead singer Justin Hawkins has refuted suggestions that the lyrics pertain to pubic lice or sexually transmitted infections. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no! I wouldn't put it past him. Right. With the sense of humor. He I has. know this. The song's true meaning is about a, a woman who. You will never really understand, um, but you love her so much. After a while, doesn't matter, according to him. Oh, so. Is that what it is? Yes. Huh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not about STDs or lice. Okay. <laughs> or lice. Pubic lice. Oh my! It was like the song by Phil Collins that everybody has this like a different story, like about that uh, mm-hmm. in the air tonight. 
Right. If you oh, have it's all kinds of this. stuff, it's, just, you know, it's about that. It's, <laughs> it's like, about that. And so, so when your song gets to the point where people are like creating urban legends around the that's meaning kind of, of a big deal. That's very yeah. cool. <laughs> yes. That's a very I think good that, that, sign. I think that is a good sign. Any? Do you have any uh, thoughts on this track? Nope. Nope. Wow. I'm just digging on it. <laughs> He's got, I'm just kinda. digging on it. I. I think it's about Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> She's growing You've on You've got her. crabs. I'm Just not Joe. When you see a faded sign by the side of the road. <laughs> 16 miles to the, to the crab, crab shack. shack. Oh, boy. That's where you get all your crabs. Well, you could get crabs at the Love Shack, too. Let's be honest. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want I've to seen anything. who was there. The Love Shack you and the Crab Shack there? could be one and the same. <laughs> you never Maybe, know. right? You never know. What? Oh, the Lord shack and the Jesus. Crab shack. Oh, Get Lord it away. Jesus. Oh, there oh, he is. He came here and finally he was drunk in the corner. He finally covered up, sobered up enough. It's four honks that time. He's been saving what do you got, up. Girl? I've had enough of him. Uh, I believe in a thing called love is next, which every, is the song everybody knows. Third single. Um, peaked at number two on the UK uh, singles chart. Uh, also charted worldwide. Top 10 hit in Ireland, New Zealand, Sweden, US. Sweden. All the yeah. things. <laughs> Um, it was actually beaten to number one by the Black Eyed Peas, Where Is the Love? It has sold 647,000 copies in the United States as of February 2012, so probably way more by now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a great song. That's the first song I heard. Apparently Lou heard. Probably See? you do as well. I have yes. no idea. Most pe- this is how people know the band, yes. if, you, if they don't know the name The Darkness. <laughs> the band's frontman, Justin Hawkins, commented, All the darkness ever tried to do was bring a little joy into the glorious realm of rock. Right. But I believe in a thing called love crossed over big time and changed our lives forever. To have been awarded Song of the Decade is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful to classic rock for everything. And he probably, I'm, sure, I'm sure he meant it. He's funny. He's very cool. He's, he's very cool. Yeah. And he's kind of... He, for, a song, for him doing a song... Get your hands off my woman. <laughs> on his YouTube channel, he makes a real effort to not really swear. He he's almost himself. proper. Yeah, he's like very proper. Very English. Very, he seems yeah. like he's the. English. He yeah. seems like this nice British Fellow. young man, right. gentleman. Yes. Up front. Until he gets behind a microphone with right. the guitar strapped on. When um, the guitar uh, Dan Dan Hawkins said that they weren't really sure about the song when they when uh, when he wrote it, the chorus is so stupidly catchy. I thought people were just going to take it as a complete joke. Well, which some people did. Mm-hmm. Right from the start, the song stuck out like a sore thumb. It's the Def Leppard slash Queen end of what we did. <laughs> whereas ninety percent of our stuff was inspired by seventies ACDC and Aerosmith and Thin Lizzy. Oh, I could go on. Yeah. <laughs> There is a lot of Brian May influence on this album. If you listen, oh to yeah, yeah, solos, yeah, yeah. Wow. One of the guys, and I don't know if it's Justin or Dan. Really, when he takes a, a, a solo, mm-hmm. it's really got that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I don't know just the way which, which chord, guy it is. Just the way the notes progress in the solo, I'm like, oh, yep, <laughs> yes, sir. Well, Justin has said that on his channel that yeah. Brian May is a, a hero of his. Uh, the, uh, the writing is a real collaborative effort. Uh, Dan and Frankie, the bassist, uh, shared a top floor flat in Primrose Hill, London, which sounds posh, but trust me, it was a mm-hmm. shithole. 
Justin would come over, and the three of us would write in this flat, jamming on an acoustic because we couldn't afford to write in a rehearsal room. When we wrote I Believe in a Thing Called Love, we had some booze, smoked some Joe, and tried to write the most 80s song we could. We started off with the riff, which Justin came up with, and sounded really great right away. But when he sang the chorus for us the first time, I said, no, you can't do that. It sounds ridiculous. I really thought people would just laugh at us when they heard it. So for the rest of the song, I tried to make it sound cool, more rock. The rest of the song is all in a minor key. (laughs) Back in 03, when the song was released as a single, you never really heard guitar solos on the radio. But the song was designed Mm -hmm. to have guitar breaks in it. It was built towards the solos as much as the chorus. And Mr. Pittsburgh pointed out there are actually three guitar solos. Yes. You know, despite me making fun of you guys for being nerds all the time, I do enjoy your guitar nerdery. Thanks. Because it's something I don't know. There you go. We'll make a believer out of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so Dan continues. I was unsure that uh, we debated about playing the song live, but as soon as we did, people loved it. It's party music and it just gets people going. Uh, director Alex Smith originally shot a low budget music video with the band at his house around a supermarket. Given a bigger budget, he shot a second <laughs> space-themed clip with Justin Hawkins performing in front of a wall of martial amps before the band's spaceship gets attacked by a giant squid. Mm-hmm. This became the official video. That is what I had seen. Yeah, that's what I had seen. When we first did it, we were just kind of running around with a camera, trying stuff out, <laughs> with a video director called Alex Smith, who is our uh, friend, he's a friend of our stylist, who someone also someone we grew up with. Jock Justin was speaking here. He told us the song facts. So it was just a way of him introducing himself to us and showing us how creative and cool he is. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to impress him. Went really well. He stole a lot of the effects from Big Trouble in Little China. It was really <laughs> cool. Oh, okay. So these guys have good taste in music and movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. The original <laughs> video was mostly shot in a market uh, uh, way down from his. Uh, at one point, I was singing into a sausage. Well, I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> and remade, remade it as we, as they said before, with uh, the real things. Uh, if you, but also, do you remember the old Doctor Who with everything about Dalekus, Dalekus, Daleks, Daleks, and K Nine? Well, the guy who created K Nine and a lot of the Doctor Who props and characters and puppets, his name is John Friedlander. But the guy who made the pterodactyl and spaceship was uh, just Jim Freelander. That was his son. So there's a connection with Doctor Who, apparently. Oh, okay. If you're into that sort of thing, nerdy stuff. Uh, not so I'm these not. guys are into... So, so the guys are also, like nerds, are also into Doctor Who. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, th- it was interesting. Where Where's the love by the Black Eyed Peas? So... Stop saying so. <laughs> I have Slow, a list of words. Slow down, Ludini. Avoid. Trying to avoid. <laughs> um. <laughs> is that on there? Go ahead. It is on there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Alrighty. Anybody, any guys want to uh, chime in on anything else here? <laughs> I nope. think we pretty much no, covered that we pretty song. pretty much covered this song. <laughs> it's a cool song. Yeah. All I wanted to say, though, about the, black, uh, the thing with the Black Eyed Peas... People have talked about this is a phenomenon that happens sometimes. Like, like a really hot band 
release mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. right? You know, and you could be like on your way to the top, and that thing comes in and knocks you down. Oh yeah. Th- there's interviews with guys that have had that, like they got to number two or number three, and then you know there was the Steve Miller song because you know they just had to go to number one, or there was the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Stevie Wonder song. Mm-hmm. They just had to, you know, because it yep. was Stevie Wonder, yep. and everybody knew it, so it shot the number one the day it was released. Or you know, God forbid, you didn't want to release anything around the time Michael Jackson, because then you'd be done you're for. Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so forget it, you lose. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's a whole thing. That's a that's a whole thing. What it's kind of like the. Um, the, the Nielsen ratings with the television right. in the old days. <laughs> yeah, you know there was there was some program. If you put it opposite something on another network, uh, it was going to get its yeah, ass yeah, kicked. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think that's just kind of an interesting phenomenon. Um, what, and we have uh, a few more songs here. Love is only a feeling. It is, is. Next. love is only love is only, <laughs> it's only a feeling. <laughs> So this is their power ballad. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> wow, I hate you. Got um, all kind of power. Justin Hawkins sings about how love really isn't real. It's just a feeling we have, nothing more. I don't even like that at all. But anyway, uh, we, we as humans have a tendency to make love out to be this big otherworldly thing that transcends all and will take away our pain, but it's just another emotion. Right. Um, the single wasn't released in America. Uh, they didn't break through immediately in America, so that's as they hoped they would so that's that's why they didn't release it in America but the, the music video is pretty cool um, they have shot around the blue mountains of Australia um, shoot it around your mountain anytime I'll baby. bet <laughs> <laughs> there was coach wow. uh, coach house caves the walls look out uh, off Bell's Line Road I, I can't even talk wow. when you say stuff like that wow <laughs> but anyway Great song, power yeah. ballads are my thing secretly. So even the that. power ballad rocked. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the power ballad is good, and it isn't even all that much of a ballad. No, no, no it's, it's not. not. It, because it I'm thinking about, I'm like listening to it. I'm like, can this be considered a power ballad? They consider yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They won a Brit Award for this mm. too, best British album. Mm-hmm. It was stuff. very, it, it's fine. So, but the, but you know they had a meteoric kind of explosion, but their second album didn't do well, and the, the critics and the fans, a lot of people turned on them. <laughs> very I, as that happens all the time, just, just yeah. completely turned on them. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to no. talk about the good times, <laughs> not the bad times. <laughs> uh, this next song I fucking love too. Given up, up given up, given a fuck. Oh Those are the words. Mm. Oh uh, it's about Justin Hawkins' heroin problems. Not mm. subtle. Uh, he moved on to cocaine. Surprise. Mm. And predictably became so unpredictable he could no longer function in the group. Unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to do that. It's so weird. <laughs> I didn't have much other background on that song. He said he would inject. He said I'd inject into my eyes oh, if there was oh. no other, if nowhere else to stick my skag. Gag is a heroin needle. Oh. oh, I always thought that was a woman. <laughs> Yikes. Well, it is. But in this case, not. I see. <coughs> when you hear wow. stuff like this, it makes the whole story about makes drugs him having appealing. to leave over drugs a, like, a little a more believable. More plop, makes totally plausible. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. That definitely seems like the right wow. story. Wow. I, uh, he has some good videos that I haven't watched. He's got one, what it's really like to be on tour. I want to watch that and hear what he has to say mm. about it because I have a feeling he's going to... It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. 
I'm sure. It's rough, dude. It's really rough. It's hard on your health. It's not something I would want to do. I think that, like, if I had... it, I did a little wee bit in my 20s, and it was fun. Mm -hmm. But I was always back home in a few days. Right. right. You weren't gone for months. Months. Yes. The the way band... Yeah. It's... um, the way bands tour is stupid. These these poor guys are out there schlepping it out, you know, night after night after night. It's all these dates a year, and then you then then somebody shoots a video of them, you know, after you know three weeks of playing every night, they they're hoarse or they right, have the flu. Yeah. Right. Somebody puts a video on fucking YouTube. Ah, he's washed up. Well, he's also <laughs> been working. Flu. I know. Uh, this is my. my feeling is this is why I think David Coverdale sounds the way he does versus Glenn Hughes. One of the reasons why Glenn still sounds so amazing is because he just wasn't out there schlepping it out on tour Mm -hmm. like like the way David Coverdale was. He was able to have uh, times when he was able to give his voice a break. Mm this just is too much You're, the human body is not designed for this your nope. human the singing voice is not designed for that when when singing really you know like during the era of like opera when all that was happening and people were really learning because you had to really project yes. nobody would have ever thought you're gonna night, you're gonna sing on door on and you, you know what I mean and, and all this no yeah nobody would ever that was never envisioned and that's very intense singing like this type of rock is mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. type of rock this yes. the the what david coverdale does what axel rose does what those those type of singers do what justin hawkins does is is like it takes a lot of energy mm-hmm. you're, you're mm-hmm. singing you're using your entire body to to produce Project. those notes yeah to produce those notes, it's um, it's it's really hard to do, and to for those guys to be able to do that night after night after night, that's that. No, it's it's an unrealistic expectation that they could sustain something like that, mm-hmm. and that's why when you go and say um, you you know you you have a you could very easily miss. find a good find a bad a good night or a bad night, mm-hmm. right? It's, it could be very. That's happened miss. with so many bands that I've seen. That's mm-hmm. it happens. It absolutely happens. Um, I saw a, um, I didn't watch it yet, but I saw a video of Ozzy just recently from a few days ago. Yeah. Performing or? Yeah, performing. Really? Yeah. I lost my earring. Yeah. I was like, what the hell's going on <laughs> So anyways, but anyways, we're digressing from the darkness. Sorry. So let's go ahead, uh, Stuck in a Rut. There's a couple of songs uh, coming up that I didn't find a whole lot on, but um, this one is supposed to be about their hometown, um, the home to Justin and Dan and Ed, and uh, how they thought it was a hole in the ground. Um, and as they were growing up, they wanted sort of a better life to see the world experience freedom. And then it was like saying goodbye to childhood and entering <laughs> rock stardom. It's just so drawn out. <laughs> it just like keeps going. <laughs> wow. It's like a day in the life. <laughs> Going. And that's all. And okay, hit the next ones. Let's run them down. Okay, so Friday night. Um, run them down. So uh, this one is uh, possibly saying 
um, that he has a memory of a classmate who he's in love with. Uh, they had extracurricular oh, yeah, yeah. activities that they yeah, did yeah, together. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, I, this song stuck out to me because he actually puts the words extracurricular, and yeah. I don't think there's any other rock Probably song not. that <laughs> have the words extracurricular in correct, them. Sir. I was like, I cracked up when I heard that. You're like, huh? So um, extracurricular activities. Love on the rocks with no ice. I, I think that this is a fucking great one too. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Not Love. so much insight again, but it's relationship aspect of it. Uh, meaningless trouble in a relationship. Something's missing, aka the ice is missing from Love on the Rocks. I gotcha. <laughs> and it ends with holding my own. Holding my own. The phrase holding <laughs> what my do own you think means talk about <laughs> competing at a high oh. level among one's peers. But that's not what this song is about. Oh. Our hero is letting the girl know that he's got it together. He's feeling pretty good about himself. She's yeah. not ready for sex, but that's okay. He'll just pleasure himself. Right on. Cheers. Holding Cheers. my own. Yes. <laughs> Literally holding my own. Yes. What? Well, maybe these guys have more, more in, in common hand. with Steel Panther than what I thought. Than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> right? No. Let's quickly, I want to touch on Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. It's a single released. Um, on December 15th of 2003 to fall in with the UK Christmas number one race, ultimately finishing a runner-up. The track was later included on the Christmas edition of their studio album, Permission to Land. So there's a Christmas edition or a European edition that has this song on it. The song is a take on the usual structure of a Christmas song. It features the usual mention of festivities, Santa Claus bells, delivered with Justin Hawkins' trademark falsettos. Although... He says he is not singing falsetto. That is a, not true. That that is just the sound of his voice. Oh, huh. that he's when I get into my upper register, that's just how it sounds. I'm not singing falsetto. And on his channel, he demonstrates the difference of the way his voice sounds when he does and what he normally oh, sings. Oh wow! Yes, that'd be kind the of cool. School choir that uh, provides background vocals, which can be heard on the song and seen in the video, are from. Uh, Haberd, haberdashers. Oh, the haberdashers. Ash, ha, oh, my God. Here Boy, we go. I, that's English, but I can't say it. <laughs> I don't know where you're at. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, was a, it was a school that Justin and Dan's mother once attended. Uh, following the humor and tone of the darkness of their other work, the, the song also includes a strong level of parody, most notably the double meaning of the lines, bells end, ring in peace. The song appeared as the backing track for the Christmas version of Adult Swim's iOS game Robot Unicorn Attack, <laughs> which was released in November 2010. When asked about the meaning of the song on a television special, Hawkins said, we managed to get Bellend into a Christmas song without it getting banned. And uh, what does Bellend mean? Well, they're pretty. Oh! oh! Wow. Okay. Oh, well, we know what Bell... Okay, so now, wow. now I get the meaning of the song. Bell... Yeah. Don't look that up. It's Haberdasher's ASCII's Hatcham College, by the it's, way. Uh, the be bell end is the head of a man's uh, sexual organ. Penis. Cock. Ding dong. Tallywhacker. I knew that was coming. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Man, I heard a funny name for it the other day, and I can't I can't remember. I, I... It's a thingy. Ding dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Well, don't that just pound your monkey hole, Richard. Richard. I don't even know what that is. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's exactly this whole it. album pounds my monkey hole, Richard. It sure does. Oh my God. See what happens when Lily doesn't show up at a See, when you miss band? meetings, this is I'm what okay happens. with it. I'm okay with it. Oh, there's a video of this. 
uh, features the band unwrapping presents. Justin Hawkins thinks of his girlfriend, played by his then girlfriend, of dark, uh, uh, the Darkness's manager Sue Whitehouse, as pictured in a bobble. Bobble. And, oh, like a bobble thing. I got yeah. you. Okay. Justin goes outside and is joined by the rest of the band playing the song. He opens the door to find a choir standing outside singing the song. Justin joins in and invites them inside. Dan Hawkins gives Justin a present, a car key. Justin runs outside and gets in the car while Dan winks to the audience. Inside the car is Justin's girlfriend. Aww. They kiss as the spaceship scene for the videos of I Believe in a Thing Called Love and Growing on Me uh, <laughs> on the cover of the debut and the cover of the debut album flies across the sky showing some glittery Aww. words which read Merry Christmas. Oh, and nice. you all a good night. God bless us, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Boy, I can't even answer that question. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so that is Permission to Land. There you if go. you have never listened to it, what are you waiting for? Do it now. Do it. We'll don't wait till wait. after the show. Yeah, don't you don't 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 <laughs> screw around. Seriously, like you're fucking around out there. I know you are. I can Sim- see you. Tim Dunyans. I guys. see you fucking around, and Come you on. need to be listening to some goddamn music. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's swing by our. I let's, let's swing by new and notable. We'll start okay. with um, Lily Von Six. So sixty nine eyes. For those of you who do not know who sixty nine eyes. Sixty nine eyes. Oh boy. Eye yeah, dudes. It's a, they're a Finnish rock band founded in 1989 in Helsinki. They're finished. Finnish. Oh, they just started. 1989 in Helsinki. Oh, my God, I hate it. Helsinki, yeah. They blend uh, gothic rock with glam metal and rock and roll in a style that would be dubbed goth and roll. Yo! I know. <laughs> um, initially, when they uh, started, they were more like uh, Motley Crue um, mm-hmm. and Hanoi Rocks. <laughs> but however, they began to incorporate more yeah. influence from gothic rock, such as The Cult, yeah. um, The Mission, the Sisters of Mercy, Lords of the New Church. And you would love them anyway. Typo However, negative. typo negative, that sort of thing. But they do have a new single out called yeah. "Drive," which Lou loved earlier when I had him listen to it. It's not the. It's not a remake of the Cars song. No, no. it is not. No. Um, but they also plan on releasing a new album in 2023. I cannot wait to hear it because it's if it's anything like the single that came out in February, mm-hmm. um, you will love it. I think. Okay, so what we're gonna do. Is we're oh. just going to do like we did last week, Snippet. and we're not. We're gonna. Do, we're gonna. Go, we're gonna just kind of peruse through the song for. There you go. Uh, I did, when I heard this, I'm like, I like it already. <laughs> hey, little sister, what have <laughs> you done? It is quite. Very unique, uh-huh. distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. That really, who's this guy? We're, so we're watching the video and there's some like crazy, he what, like some kind of vampire, me. monster kind of thing. Of course, because what? You said these guys are gothic goth yes. kind of goth yes. rock. Makes sense. We're gonna drive through the city tonight, just drive. The chorus. Oh, God, I can't wait to see them. I would roller skate to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the true test, isn't it? So, would you okay. roller skate to uh, this? Kevin, as usual, 
Ah, he sucks. Doesn't listen to any good music. No. no. He, he listened to The Darkness, and I think I that, like we said, and by the way, The Darkness has other albums out, and you should yes. check them out. And the, uh, we said earlier, they're, they're touring and stuff like that. It is definitely on my list to go see them live. Um, So we're going to go to me. Now, my new and notable, and my Ludini, I'm still working on the title, Ludini's YouTube review. I, that's what I'm calling it today. <laughs> It's Ludini YouTube review coming right to you. <laughs> I like the new series. Right? Oh, wow. Wow. There Lily doesn't go. even know Lily what that doesn't is. Even know what that, that totally is. predates you. You did not watch the new zoo review. Did you watch um, uh, Zoom? No. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. I want to Zoom, 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 Zoom. P. Ah. Pa. Pa. Is that was that was that on that, that? Was, that was, electric, was electric? That company. was electric company. That was electric. Company. Yeah. I know the electric. Company. The ele- electronic Shh. company. It. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So Fa. K- fuck. Unt. <laughs> <laughs> K- <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we, so yeah, so know. this overlaps my uh, Ludini's YouTube review for the week. Now I'm gonna. I'm going to just pull this up, but we're not going to... I don't want to start it immediately. Okay. Okay. Hope. So, Steve... Stevie T. Yes. Steve Terryberry. That name is... Like, I, I love I, Every it. time I hear that, I'm going like, it can't be your name. Terryberry. With a name like... Last name like Terryberry, you have to become a comedian. Yeah. We talked about it before. He's this monster guitar player. Like, mm-hmm. monster mm-hmm. guitar player. Insanely talented guy. Very good at... Video editing and stuff too, because his channel is relies a lot on the kind of how he does the edit stuff together. And one of the things that he does on his channel is kind of pick apart a song and then kind of like put it to pre put oh, it together, yes, yes, and then yes. he makes a stupid video that kind of looks like cutouts, like it's like they do the South Park. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But with like real photos and he pastes his head on people's faces and he, then you usually splice in some monster guitar solo because he is a great guitar <laughs> player. So he'll, you know, so he'll splice. So he did this video called How to Sound Like Slipknot. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Or How to Be Slipknot or something sure. like that. It's off the hook and I won't attempt to, you go and watch it. And he really, it's really funny, but he built, as he's like doing the thing with the costumes and stuff, he is also building the song with just free apps that he found online, like a lyric generator and a this and a that. And he starts just haphazardly like, okay, this kind of sounds like something slipped. Okay. And do this. And then do, and it just kind of like very quickly puts it together. It goes through the whole thing and he goes, at the end, he says, there's not enough time to play the video, okay? But I made it, he says, it came out really good, so I made a separate video for it. And check this out. This is all done kind of as a kind of a whim with like free apps, just quick. I'm excited for this. Check this out. Has this intro here. Pretty sick riff. That's a drum. That's a, a drum com- program on the computer. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, we don't want to. 
getting so we're gonna Get scroll a little yes, bit. Yes. But they're all dressed in the costumes and the whole thing. This really cool chord changes. I think this whole switching from the growling to the yeah. Huh. Okay, that's my new and notable. I put a link to it in Very the show notes. Stevie, Stevie T. T. K- K- Knips. Nips Nip slot. Nip slot. <laughs> Nip slot is the name of the project or the song. Official music video, Nip Slot. And you should just check out Stevie T's videos Nip because he's slip. fucking hilarious. Yes. So there's some other fun stuff that I wanted to discuss with my compadres here. See, si, senor. Oh, I'm right my, here for my, you. My, my <laughs> you mother. What? Yes. Oh, my. Okay. So we got my music back. Okay. All right. There we go. So. Yes. I just said so. What's on my list? Don't oh, say so. Oh, Lord Jesus. Don't say... My, my, my first grade teacher used to say, don't say ain't or your mother will faint and your father will fall in a bucket of paint. At the time, ain't was... There was this there was this campaign against ain't. It's not a word. It's not a word, but it was... But ain't then it, it showed up in the dictionary. Yeah. So uh-huh. they lost that battle. Suck it. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. The Beatles released an album called... Revolver. Yes. Correct. Not Velvet Revolver. No. No, sir. I almost said an album called Velvet Revolver. No. And then I would look really stupid. You'd be dumb. And you'd be turning the podcast off and never listening again. You'd be dumb. <laughs> so they released this album in the 60s called Revolver. It's very cool. And it t- contains a George Harrison track called Taxman. Mm-hmm. Taxman's a really interesting song. It is one of George's strongest songs. It's definitely the, his best one on the album. He handles the lead vocals with Lennon and McCartney doing background vocals. Mm-hmm. They do. They're very cool. They're not just singing harmony with him. They've like created a alternate vocal right. the line that they do. Mm-hmm. That's really neat. There's an awesome now. George Harrison. He was hired. He's not hired, but he was in the band as the band's lead guitarist, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But he does not play the guitar solo on Taxman. Oh. Sir Paul McCartney plays the guitar solo. It's a very good guitar solo. It's very Hendrixy. Check it out next time. So, so, so the reason why am I talking about this? Because it is about to be re-released. Uh, oh. Revolver is about to be re-released. What they, <coughs> what they have done. Those of you, and 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 I think that this is kind of controversial. Oh. But. You, but it makes sense. What they did. When all the Beatles records, when I grew up listening to them on on the radio, they did really hard pan stereo mixes. I mean, there's right. there's <clears> I think <throat> there's albums where uh, tracks where like the drums and the bass <laughs> are in one channel, the guitars and vocals are in the other, or sometimes maybe all the instruments are on one side right. and, and the, the vocals, vocals are all are over, the, here. over yeah. here. Yeah. And they would do these really hard pans, and one of the reasons for that was because stereo was new. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really know what to utilize do, it. Yeah. How to properly utilize it like the way we do now. We've it's we'd use it way more nuanced and more effective ways now. But it did give a three-dimensional kind of kind of sound to the 
to um, a, uh, an album. A lot of these records, though, were actually released, and the more popular versions people heard were in mono. Mono, the mono versions, yeah. Because stereo, again, was a new thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of people were listening to music on a single speaker. Right. right. Stuff right. like that. So, I made a, I just made a single speaker sign. <laughs> the universal spe- now, single speaker uh-huh. sign. That's now uh-huh. stamped. That's what it is forever. <laughs> so, there was a lot of records released in mono. And then eventually, we, you know, now we have the stereo. So, what they've done, one of the things they've done, with, in addition to cleaning it up, and this is, we have to, this software is magic because what they were able to do, because it was all mixed down. It was all bounced. How do I put it? You only have four tracks. So right. you get as much as you can on three and you bounce them down to one. So right. now you free it. Now two, you've got, you know, yeah. you got three more tracks and you, you can t- keep doing this. And the Beatles did this. They would, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the mixes were fixed. There were things that were just like you could not go back mm-hmm. and fix. One of the things is there's a, it seems to be a clashing between a tambourine and a cowbell at, in a couple points in the okay. song. It's really minor. It never really bothered mm-hmm. me. I was listening to Michael Nolan's YouTube channel, and he was he seemed that that really bothered him. But in any case, um, so they went and remixed it. They were able to somehow separate all the parts with with. With computer technology. Okay. So there. So oh. now the guitars have their own track. The bass has its own track. Wow. Everything has its own track. Huh. Which allows them to c- turn this into how it would be mixed if it came out now. Today. Oh. Uh, well, we're, we're used to hearing stereo mixes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It loses a little bit of the charm of that hard pan. That's one of the things I was that was kind of yeah. fun about the Beatles music. Yeah. It was that was kind of like. You know, it's the sixties. But but you know? but but this it, it sounds better. It, I have to give the devil his due. Like it sounds way better. You can hear everything the way I think that the Beatles in standing in the room or listening in the control room mm-hmm. probably imagined how the music should sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but you can look, go online and you can. They release Taxman as like the in prelude to releasing the whole album. Okay. And I think there's going to be all kind of special features and alternate takes. They're cool. gonna. It's going to be a big deal. That they're gonna, and I think they are going to include the original mixes if you want, though. I think okay. there's oh, going to be cool. some kind of thing with that as well. So it's just a big you know, anniversary thing for Revolver. So you guys want to check that out. Go listen to it online and let me know what you think, which which one you like better. I but, have the uh, Sgt. Peppers, where they did the extended Sgt. Peppers. They have a lot of outtakes and things like that. It's cool. very, very cool. Very cool. Now... I do on this last one here, uh, Lily. You must close your ears. Uh-oh. Nickelback has released a new song. It has, la, 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 la. it has a guitar solo in it. What? I know. It's Nickelback. You it's say Nickelback. It has a guitar solo. The song is called San Quentin. Yeah. Go and listen to it. Try to keep an open mind. Try to keep I will it, listen to it. Try to keep an open mind. I think it's a Kev. I t- Kevin's like, if you wouldn't have told me this was Nickelback, I I would have had no yeah. idea. It sounds like it just sounds like a good hard rock New song. Band, it's, yeah, it's just it's 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 cool. It's very it's catchy. Good. It's very fun. It's sort of like borrows a little bit from ACDC and a little bit from Metallica. It's kind of got that kind of thing going on. I think you should check it out. Don't. Um, Go into it with an open mind. Go into it with an open like mind. Said, try, yeah. try to go into yeah. it with an open mind. Um, do we have any... Do we want to say anything to the folks at home? <laughs> Hi, folks at home. 
Whale? Let me see. <laughs> um, whenever they don't want to hear us on the podcast, they should listen to Bill Damianos, who doesn't swear on his. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's also recorded episode 636 of the PA Rock Show. And Wednesday is 18 years of doing his show. So congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. Wow, nice. you, you got me ahead. I was, well, I'm around 10 years. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, Were and, there even podcasts 18 years ago? Uh, yeah. I, I call shenanigans, Bill. <laughs> I'm oh, kidding you, buddy. Uh, Miriam Gold is uh, questioning what monkey hole is. <laughs> we don't have to answer that. Oh, my monkey hole, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Hal uh, Cohen is uh, saying how 69 Eyes reminds him of Lost Boys. Yes, that's legit yeah. because yeah. they do actually a Lost Boys uh, song yeah, from the soundtrack. So it's really good. Okay, so all that aside, thank you so much, uh, live audience. I think there was probably some other things going on that earlier that maybe we missed. But um, so today, in what the Beatles did, <laughs> does not yeah. start with the Beatles. It oh starts my. with the ch- the chairman of the board, the chairman of the board, everybody, Mr. Yeah, Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. the first teen idol, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> this is nineteen this day in nineteen fifty four. Was at number one on the UK singles charts with three coins in the fountain. The singer's first UK number one song. The song was the Academy Award winning best original song of 1954. 1954. It must have been from a, if it was won an Academy Award. It must have been a, in a movie. I'm trying to think what movie. It had, to be in, it had to be in a movie. That's yeah. not here. 1963, The Beatles were at number one on the UK singles chart with She Loves You, the group's second number one. It became the biggest seller of the year and the biggest selling Beatles single in the UK. Mm, wow. The Beatles. That's just crazy. <laughs> 1964. This day, 1964, the Supremes. Oh, it's going to be one of these, isn't it? Yes. The Supremes, the Shangri-Las, Marvin Gaye, Dusty Springfield, the Ronettes, Millie Small, and the Temptations, and the Miracles, and Little Anthony, and, and the, Imper- the Imperials <laughs> all appeared at the Fox Theater, Brooklyn. So there was a show on this day in 1964. Oh. Oh, speaking of the holes. On this day in 1966, NBC aired the first episode of The Monkees. Hey, hey, we're the Monkees. TV show in the U.S. The series ran for a total of 58 episodes. Congratulations, gentlemen. The Monkees were a big thing. I get another one. 1967, The Beatles. Filming continued for The Beatles' Magical Mystery Tour. The bus headed for Widecombe on the Moor, where a local fair was being held, but the bus driver took a shortcut to bypass heavy traffic and ended up stuck on a bridge. The coach ended up having to drive in reverse for a half a mile before it could turn around. They then head uh, for Plymouth, followed by a 20-car convoy of journalists and photographers. What? That sounds like a clusterfuck. Right? Just a little. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine turning a bus, driving a bus (laughs) backwards? No, thanks. Uh I would. Fuck that. You'd have to have have McCartney and Lennon out there, like, (laughs) guiding you. Uh, Just hang out the To the left, please. This day, 1970, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles were at number one on the UK singles chart with Tears of a Clown, their first UK number one. Stevie Wonder, who was discovered by Miracles member Ronnie White, and his producers, Hank and his producer Hank Crosby wrote the song wrote the music for the song. Hank Cosby, I believe. Like Bill Cosby. Not like Bill Cosby. Why not? 
I, I bet they're related. I bet they both <laughs> like Jello pudding. I want a pudding I bet pop. you they did. Pudding pop. Mm. On this day in 1970, Creedence Clearwater Revival scored their first UK number one album with Cosmos Factory. It enjoyed a nine-week run at number one in the U.S., where it sold over three million copies. Mm. Mm. 1970, the Woody Guthrie Memorial Concert. Bob Dylan joined Joan Baez, Pete Seeger, and Arlo Guthrie at the Woody Guthrie Memorial Concert held at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A., California. California is a place you Folk music had a big revival um, in the late 50s and early 60s before the Beatles came along. And there were people, so it it, it turned into a scene, and it actually still continues. Um, Go ahead. Uh, okay, 1986, uh, Public Image Limited guitarist John Magooch. 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 Needed 40 stitches in oh. his face after a two-liter wine bottle was thrown at the stage during a gig in Vienna. Well, you know, that well, sounds like a good time. Well, it's not that. what that's used for. <laughs> Thank you, Bones. That was... Uh, <laughs> Oh, Mikel Jackson, Mike, Mike Jackson, Miguel. Mike Jackson, Miguel. On this day in 1987, Mike Jackson kicked out of his Bad World Tour by playing the first kicked off, kicked <laughs> off, <laughs> kicked off, kicked of. This, kick what, does that, what does kicked of mean? Kickstart my heart. Somebody can't spell. Okay, okay so that wasn't just me. No. Nope. It was me, but not just me. Kicked off his bad world tour by playing the first of three sold-out nights uh, in Tokyo, Japan. By the end of the 123-day tour, Jackson had played to over 4 million fans across 15 countries. 123 days. That's why they call him the king of fucking pop. Oh, here we go. That's a perfect... Wow, how'd this work out, 1989, Aerosmith released Pump, their 10th studio album, which featured the hit singles Love in an Elevator, The Other Side, and Janie's Got a Gun. Aerosmith found themselves in law law school textbooks after a small rock band nailed Pump... Named Pump sued Aerosmith's management company for service mark infringement. Aerosmith won the case. And I knew all of this. And this is my favorite Aerosmith album. So, so appropriate. (laughs) Don't fuck with Aerosmith. They really really just came back in the late 80s. They were trying. They cleaned up and did the album Done With Mirrors. Which was Which was like, I disagree. I don't think it's awful. It's... It's unfinished. It's not up to the Aerosmith... Mm-hmm. Standard, right? Yes, it just seems not done. <laughs> but do you think? The but whole... it was done with mirrors. But it wasn't. <laughs> oh, smoke and mirrors. Do you think the whole Run DMC thing kind of revived them? Oh, that was yeah, yeah, for sure. That was definitely for sure. <laughs> yes, Lou, you're laughing. When I, I've heard so many stories about this, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but I, I seem to remember something that they were going to do it. Anyways, right. Run DMC yeah. was going to right. sample right. it, yeah, and so they said, "Well, why?" Rarosmith was like. Well, we'll just all work together. Let's just do this thing. Yeah. Let's just do this. Brilliant. Make history. And it was smart. Brilliant. I think it yes. got people interested in hearing Aerosmith again. I think you're right, Mr. Pittsburgh. Exactly. This day, 1990, Stevie Nicks and Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac announced they were leaving the band at the end of their current tour. At the time, some believed that Nick's and McVie's departures were hastened by bad blood in the wake of Fleetwood Mac's 
Fleetwood's memoir, Fleetwood, My Life and Adventures in Fleetwood Mac. Well, Mick. Lindsey Buckingham yeah. is really pissed about that. He said that he said things about him attacking Stevie Nicks that weren't true. Meh. Ah, bands. So dramatic. Ah, bands. <laughs> this day in 1995, in excess, in excess, in excess, singer oh, Michael Hutchins pleaded guilty to punching photographer Jim Bennett outside a London hotel. He was fined 400 pounds in order to pay 1,875 pounds in costs. Uh, He was like, he just just told his accountants, pay him. 1997, Stig Anderson, founder of the Polar Music record label, songwriter, producer, and ABBA's manager, Stig Anderson, died of a heart attack. He co-wrote some of ABBA's biggest hits, such as Waterloo, Mamma Mia, SOS, Fernando, which I love, Mm-hmm. Uh, Dancing Queen, Knowing Me, Knowing You, and The Name of the Game. His funeral was broadcast live on Swedish television and wow. honor otherwise only reserved for distinguished statesmen or that? royalty. So very fancy. Wow. I don't even know who that is, do I? No, yes, I do. <laughs> wow. Do we even want to go there? Nah. That, oh, here there, we go. There you go. There's a good 2002, one. son of Rod Stewart was sentenced to 90 days in jail and ordered to undergo drug rehabilitation with no contest to attacking a man outside a Malibu, California restaurant. So Rod Stewart's son did, you know. He did. Surprise. He did fight. There's he something there. Him. You can do that one. All right. One. 2003. This day, 2003, U.S. singer-songwriter Johnny Cash died of respiratory failure, age 71. Wow. It's 2003? Mm-hmm. Man, time flies. Yeah, One right. of the most influential musicians of the 20th century, known as the Man in Black. He traditionally staged his concerts by saying, Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Uh, he had the 1969 U.S. number two and U.K. number four single, A Boy Named Sue, plus 11 other U.S. top 40 singles. Girl Named Stu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Rongo Mongo. That's you. Mongo hungry. Uh, what happened to Kenny Buttery? Something <laughs> happened. Butch- oh, he died. He's not buttery. It's buttery. It's buttery. Ken- Kenny Buttery. He's buttery. so buttery. He's like he's yep. like crispy buttery. Like when you take the butter and you don't, you don't burn it, but you just kind of get it sizzling before you, before you put the eggs. In. Oh, that's the best. Guy. That is the best. I love the smell of it. I want pancakes. Uh, let's make pancakes. After the know. podcast, we're going to make pancakes. Who wants pancakes. to come up? You know, I saw today yeah. a picture of Japanese pancakes. And did you? I'll show them to you. Oh, they're the real thick ones? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm then starving. Then go like this. Oh, like, now we're a food podcast. Starving Marvin. Oh, me love you long time. 2006, JK, Jamiroquai singer JK, was arrested and cautioned for common assault following an altercation with a photographer after an incident outside common. a London nightclub. Surprise. It was just common assault. I wish like photographers. Pr- pr- yeah, I like those pr- <laughs> I wish pornographers were trying to take pictures of me. Don't we all? <laughs> just leave the blinds in your window open. Out there. Who's next? That's you. you. Yeah, 2007. The surviving members of Led Zeppelin announced they would reform for a star-studded tribute concert Ooh. in London. Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, and John Paul Jones. We'll play a show to remember the late Atlantic Records founder, Amit Erdogan. The place of Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, who died in 1980, would be taken by his son, Jason. The one-off concert, the trio's first performance in 19 years, would take place at the O2 Arena in London on the 26th of November. 
Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can take that one if you want. Oh, this is nerdy. Okay, very yeah. good. This day, 2013, Ray Dolby, the U.S. engineer who found it. Dub- I'm also sorry. Known as Dub- Dub- I was going to say, I mispronounced that. Ray Dubly, <laughs> the U.S. engineer who founded Dubly's Dubly Laboratories. Laboratory. Laboratories and pioneered noise reduction in audio uh, recordings. Oh. Died of leukemia at the age of 80. What a good run. Uh, the analog Dolby noise reduction system works by increasing the volume of low-level... Who gives a shit? It works. It's just I ain't finishing it, Dad. That was really revolutionary. Oh, I remember? It yeah. Was on, it, became, it was on no matter what brand of tape deck you bought. Because you would always have that in the background until you got the Dubly noise reduction. Dubly. Yeah. Every, every you know, Pioneer Techniques, uh-huh. they all had Sony, yep. they all had Dolby. That was it. Was like you had to have it. You had to have yeah. it. Was a, oh yeah. And I don't know. Oh. Mark Ronson yes. was being sued for alleged copyright what? infringement after his 14 song Uptown Funk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. So So who is this? Uh. Roger and Zap 1980 funk classic More Bounce to the Ounce filed lawsuit against the English producer More claiming Uptown Funk ounce. copied the first 48 seconds. Of more, so I'll, I'll give you forty-eight seconds worth of the royalties. Okay. Okay. Right? Whatever. Calm down. <laughs> sure. All right. Calm down. He is, I believe, related to Mick Ronson. Uh, yeah, that's why uh, they are. Re- that's his son a or lot grandson. Of good birthdays or today. And there are a few birthdays today, so we're going to be birthdays. talking about some birthdays before we get out of here. Um, George Jones, mm-hmm. country singer. Yes, sir. Happy birthday. Married to Tammy Wynette for yeah. a little while. But uh, yeah, no, known as No Show Jones for a long time. <laughs> Tammy gave name? him that name. Who? Tammy. Tammy gave him that name. Why? No Show Jones. Never mind. Next. He was called No Show Jones because he was such a bad alcoholic oh, that when you were scheduled George Jones to play, it was a crapshoot whether he was going to show up or not. Yeah. He literally was known for just completely not showing up at all. Oh. Oh. oh nice. Tony, right. Tony Bellamy of uh, sure. Redbone. Yes. Happy birthday. This day in 1940. Marie Maldur, was a sort of American singer-songwriter in the folky... Midnight at cut, the Oasis. Midnight at the Oasis. Hit, hit in 1974, was born in 1943. Colin Young from the soul band The Foundations. Mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. Be a Barry White. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this is if Barry you want, if you want to get If you wanted to get busy, get busy with your woman in the 1970s, you put on some Barry White. Right. You can do that now. <laughs> Happy birthday. True. Born in 1944. Oh, Neil Peart. From Rush. Yes, the professor. Uh, made an officer order of uh, of Canada on May 9th, 1996. The trio was the first rock band to be so honored as a group. Pert died in, in uh, January of 2020 at age 67 after battling brain cancer for three years. Wow. But uh, yeah, wow, happy birthday, Neil happy Peart. Birthday, Born this day in 1952. Uh, Gary Beckley. Oh. Uh, from the band uh, America, had the single horse with no name. It's Jim. Barry Andrews, <laughs> ah. a keyboards for XTC. Sure. Ben Folds. Sure. Of the Ben Folds Five and Ben Folds, etc. Had the single Brick. My favorite Ben Folds song, though, is mm-hmm. Rock in the Suburbs. Okay. okay. That's a great song. 
John Stewart from the English uh, Brit pop band Sleeper. Yep. <laughs> Kenny Thomas. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Jennifer Nettles. Sure, sure. Grammy Sugarland. She sings with Sugarland. Uh-huh. Michael Paget. Yeah. Musician, singer, songwriter, guitarist in the Welsh metalcore band Bullet for My Valentine. There you go. Very cool. Jennifer Hudson. Uh-huh. American Idol. I thought I was older this than This was this first um, round of the American Idol folks. And you know what I saw the other day? What? I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Sammy Hagar goes on and like he hangs out with everybody and he films it and has a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and he jams with everybody. Yes. And he just really, he just, his latest one is with Chris Daughtry. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm cool. going to check it out. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't checked it out yet. But yeah, it was this early. I think that the early singers seem to kind of go off and do do a couple of things. These uh-huh. new people, I'm a little, you know, not so not so sure about. But happy birthday to all you fuckheads out all there. Yous, <laughs> all you fuckheads. Next week. Oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? What we got going on? <laughs> terrifying when you Lita Ford versus yeah, Joe fucking Jed. This is the freaking fight of the century. Oh, man. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. So who will... Well, now, now okay, let, let me clarify Ooh, man, this first of all. Wow. It really is. This is not... And I've got people get like so pissy with me. It's just a simmer down. It's just a headline. Yeah. Okay. On. It's more of a because if I write compare and contrast, don't <laughs> check. You I sound like an uptight professor. It sounds right. like inside the Screen Actors Studio. <laughs> no. When are we getting so, a bartender? So we just say versus. When are we getting a bartender? I know. When are we getting a bartender? <laughs> The, so it's just so we say verses just to you know right. it's a compare and contrast we're gonna discuss their it's parallel and splitting ways and all kind of fun stuff it's gonna be cool so you don't want to miss mm-hmm. next week's show it's gonna be a good time so uh, same bat channel same bat station same <laughs> bat time same bat head bat head same bat butt <laughs> you said bat butt pound my monkey hole Richard and that's all I gotta say for today <laughs> We will be pounding your monkey hole next week. Richard. Richard. <laughs> Richard. It's Dick. Oh, boy. You, it just got when, when, dark. When I, tell you who Richard ri- when, I, when I tell you who the Richard is in that statement, you're going to laugh your ass off. I can't right? wait to poop my pants with so, laughter. But we'll talk. We, you see, I'm now telling you that after tuned. the podcast. I'm not going to tell you stay now. tuned. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Lily, uh, tell us about your show. My show is Hot Licks with Lily Six, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, please, RockRageRadio.com, free yes. app. But please also vote for me for the Face of Horror because I want to win. I voted. Thank you. Vote every day <laughs> Vote daily. Every 24 hours you can vote. Do it. Uh, Wolfscustoms.online or find them on Instagram for great custom uh, paintwork done on your musical instrument. RockRageRadio.com, download the free app. LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. For all the things Ludini, what wouldn't you? You know, we do have merchandise with all kind of cool shit. So check it out, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com. All right, guys, thank you so much for partying with us this week. Yeah, and we will catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) 